The Chronicles of Narnia is coming to Netflix. James Gunn making the jump to DC. Could Dave Bautista follow? And TV shows are getting cut left and right. Did yours make it? All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directives. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome back, Geeks. This is Dadpool, episode number 20 of The Geek Underground. Well, I guess we can welcome more than just Geeks. Nerds, nerds, you are welcome here as well. It doesn't just have to be Geeks, even though we What's are The, the Geek Underground. What's the difference anymore? Uh, th- there's a slight difference. I think pe- some people actually do. They-, they identify as a nerd, and they will say, I'm a nerd, and they won't say geek. And some people will say, hey, I'm a geek, but I'm not a nerd. Now, I know it, it, there used to be very defined differences. Uh, it, it just seems like those differences have kind of blended now. And we have some people that identify as both some people that identify as neither, but still love everything that's in the geek and nerddoms that are out there. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, but welcome. You are always welcome. This is Dadpool with my co-host, the trash panda. We are having a great night here. There's a, a ton, a ton of stuff, so much stuff. Uh, my, my, I was going through all, all the different stories and, and there's just so many things the first one though, and I'm just going to jump into a story, even though I've got banter and I want to talk about other stuff and just, just things, but the, the one that's driving me crazy. And I think it's, it's both amazing and then heart wrenching at the same time. Now it's amazing because DC is actually going to get someone that knows what they're doing. James Gunn is directing Suicide Squad oh, episode number two. There. Now that's why I said I, I, I both love and hate this because I, I love James Gunn. I'm glad he, I got stuff thrown at me. I'm glad he's being given another chance. And in a lot of ways, I really hope this is amazingly successful. There are donuts flying past my head right now. Literally, there are donuts flying past my head. Um, <laughs> Those were eclairs. They weren't donuts. There was only one donut. I apologize. However. I do actually hope James Gunn no. and Suicide Squad to do well no. just simply to spite Disney no. for what they did to him. They, no. they deserve that. No. They deserve him nope. being amazingly successful. Now, you nope. know what? You actually enjoyed Suicide Squad, the first one. Yeah. And you liked watching it. So why are you upset there's going to be a better second one? There's no guarantee there's going to be a better second one. It's and got DC James Gunn. do not deserve a decent director like James Gunn. They don't deserve it. Well, they don't Absolutely deserve it, but, but they, they need him. No, they don't. If you want to see, I, 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 because I still want to they see DC don't. put out good things. I want to see DC put out good things. No, because what you're saying is you want DC to go more like Marvel because that's what James Gunn does, and yet DC needs to be DC. So DC needs to be dark now, now, and hold james on, hold gunn on. is not dark all of james gunn's stuff has not just been light and bubbly didn't he do like dollhouse and some weird stuff on tv care. i'm saying all of james gunn's stuff is not guardians of the galaxy that's not all he does i don't care okay i don't but pretty much that's what we're gonna see because suicide squad is essentially guardians of the galaxy the dc's Down version with dc down with dc i want to see quality come out of dc they've lost all of their decent actors. I know, and actually, they, they might be acquiring Drax. D- no. Dave Batista is saying that, that he would love to come and work with James Gunn if he would have him in Suicide oh Squad. Oh, my gosh. So we, we might now... I, I think he is contractually obligated, though, to finish Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I, I just... I, I don't know, though, if he will then follow Gunn over and, and be a you DC You better watch, guy. because your limited edition IMAX poster i'm about to get a big sharpie no. and cross tracks out I, I, i've cross got this really cool out. guardians of the galaxy limited poster that was very hard to get and i love and it. i'm gonna throw the, the the one of the mini posters the, the pop vinyl 
bobble head and I'm going to oh, throw him across the room. Those are, come on. And jump up and down on Dave him. Dave Batista has been backing Bad James Gunn. Yeah, but he has been loving on James Gunn. He, he was furious at Disney like we all should have been for I what happened. I agree with that. But I do not agree that you should then just, just because of a director, I do agree that James Gunn should not have been fired. However, then turning around and then dropping the rest of the cast in it and getting rid of Drax, not okay. I know. He, he, he still is. I think he's still saying he's doing three. But beyond that, I, I'm Boom. not sure if he's contractually obligated to do anything else. I think mm. he would be free after that. Yeah, which means we can't do any more Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Which would be sad. It would. So we got to convince Jane, uh, Drax to stick around. Come on, Dave. Yeah, but he's not even turning up at MCM now. Uh, that, that I'm actually really unhappy with. He was supposed to be at MCM Comic-Con uh, in London next weekend, and he just pulled out. Now, apparently some things came up. It was other obligations that he had. But I, was, I was excited Dude, to see Drax. fire your, like, promo person. Because if they're actually Daryl booking you, then you need to get rid of them. Yeah. I'm just bitter. How hard is it to go, here's a diary. This is this day you need to be here. That day you need to be there. Oh, wait a minute. You're supposed to be in England and New York at the same time. Sorry. Well, yeah, but a lot of times the, the studios will come out with things later on. It could, it could be for reshoots and something he's already done where studios can just say, hey, look, this happens. You have to be there. You're under contract. Even though it wasn't in the books before, things like Boom. that come up with, with the reshoots and what happens no. later in, in the post-production Fire of movies. Fire the person who does your diary. I know, but it, <clears> it's, it's uh, overall, though, been a good week. Um, I made a bunch of candy floss today, uh, or cotton candy, as we call it in America, for a bunch of screaming, what are they, like nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds? What do you have in your classroom? Uh, I'm not even going to... No, we do not have seven-year-olds. I don't know. They're, they're little. They're like this they're tall. You kind of hold tall. your hand out. They're about like that. I, I don't know. You know, what is wrong they, they with weigh you? about as much as a flower pot. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell ages of kids. I've got two of my own. I know that. It's about it. They were year fours and fives. Okay. It's about eight, nine. Between like eight and the lower part of ten. Okay. So yeah, making making cotton candy though. We have a cotton candy machine. That's we have fun. a candy floss machine. It actually says cotton candy on it. We have a candy floss machine. Okay. Just because you call it candy floss in this country does not mean it doesn't say cotton candy on the side of the machine. <laughs> All you're making me want to do right now is go and take a knife to it and scratch You've it off. You've already been throwing stuff at me. Why do you want to take knives to me now? I didn't say you. I, I said to the machine. I know. I know. Do you have any things that are, I, I know we kind of jumped in this one, but do you have anything from this last week that just flying off at you that it might not even yes, be geeky I do. pop culture? What's that? Seeing as that you want to talk about cotton candy. It's cotton Let's candy. talk about the people of the world who can't understand the new Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, there was that American story that came out last no. week that, that American Doctor Who fans were, were frustrated because they could not understand Jodie Whittaker's accent. Do you we, know we, what? We finally watched it. She wasn't hard to understand at no, all. No, she wasn't. She, I'm sorry. Now, she did talk a little quick, but she had a very David Tennant kind of feel to her, which was great. Just the way that David Tennant, Tennant approached things. Tennant is more, un, you know, un, yeah. not understandable. David Tennant is harder to understand. And so is Capaldi. Capaldi is from Scotland. You can't understand a word that comes out of his mouth. Sheffield is is lovely accented. She is from that sort of area and it's just those lilting, lovely kind of country. Oh, that makes me so cross. Now, she was brilliant. And, and, and the way I, we finally got around to watching episode number one, so we're still an episode behind. We haven't seen two yet. Uh, the, the way, I, I won't give anything away, but the way the feel of the episode came across, even if you are not a fan of Doctor Who, have never even watched it at any point in your life, you could jump in. My mom liked and, it. Uh, my mom watched it and liked it. So, so it's something where people that wouldn't normally watch the show and enjoy it are watching it and enjoying it. it it's well done. It's well acted. It's fun. Uh, and it, it's it, they come at it in a really unique way. Uh, and the way the storytelling is done w w was really well done in the way they presented the story. And it harkens much more back to David Tennant. Yes, and, and, and that I think is what I like. Do you I know like what? There was only one thing I really hated. What was that? The sonic screwdriver. Yeah, that looked a little funny. The sonic... It looked... Swiss army knife, as she called it. I hated that thing. It was so ugly. It looked like a big misshapen lump of silver plastic. It was not... Good. Well, it, def it definitely didn't hold the traditional feel of what we think of a sonic screwdriver. Although Capaldi kind of broke that when he made his sonic sunglasses, which I thought was ridiculous. I, I to me, you gotta have you the sonic now? screwdriver. I refuse to watch him, so I know nothing oh, about this. Oh, he, he turned his sonic screwdriver into sunglasses. 
And so he had no. sonic sunglasses. <laughs> I swear, Mr. Capaldi, if you ever... That could have been Moffat, And actually, though. Mr. Moffat, if, you ever, if I ever meet you again, and I have met he Stephen Moffat... He was lovely. Come on, you loved Moffat. I will Moffitt. bring upon a nice custard pie, and I will throw it at you. Sonic sunglasses? What is wrong with you? Ah, it's fine. Oh, my gosh. It's fine. No, I don't like the Sonic thing. I didn't like it. Do you know, it was really funny because I was at school this week... I work at a school and um, there was a kid on the playground with this thing and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I was like, what is it? The thing that he's got, it's like this big hunk of plastic. What is it? And I could not figure it out. I never asked him. And then I saw one of the teachers with it. So I assumed it was a weapon. So I was like, oh, maybe they took it away <laughs> or maybe he'd been trying to use it as a weapon. It, it wasn't. I will point that out right now. But, I was thinking, what the heck is this thing? And, and when saw I saw it episode. last night, I was like, oh my gosh, no, no, no. I know you just made it in this little kind yeah, of yeah, like... props to the doctor for... Uh, and she might get a new one. Remember, the, it, the TARDIS kind of spits out the sonic screwdrivers, right? Like when they, they get in the TARDIS, boom, pops out of the little console, they get their sonic screwdriver. So maybe she'll get another one if... They, they feel that there's outcry, so we should we should start writing letters and petition the BBC to change the sonic screwdriver. Do you screwdriver. want to carry that thing around? I mean, my, my sonic screwdriver is elegant. It's pretty. It makes lovely noises. It lights up, and it is elegant. And so was Matt Smith's. It was elegant. His was a little clunky, though. His was big and clunky. His was a bit bigger and clunky, but, yes. but it was still elegant. Okay. I don't like hers well, i don't have to carry it around I'm not gonna i love cost- her outfit I'm oh my gonna- <laughs> gosh i loved her outfit <laughs> i kind of liked her in the capaldi kind of beethoven-y looking outfit when she first started i like her outfit it uh, looks yeah. like she belongs in mork and mindy and i loved it wow it was then you know it's Harkening the rainbow on her shirt mork and mindy okay it was brilliant and I- you just wanted her to get into a car upside down and go nanu nanu how many people listening do you think would actually know mork and mindy if they don't know Mork and Mindy, it makes me sad. You, you got to be in your late 30s, though, to really have seen or know of. I mean, that's even reruns, almost before my time. On. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hit 40. So, yeah, reruns, I guess, work. But it's still, it's not one of the ones that people really jump out and say, hey, Robin Williams, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Mork it's and not, Mindy was amazing. I, I don't think I can say I ever actually saw a single episode start to finish. Wow. Never saw a single episode. I still love watching Mork and Mindy. Yeah. It's sad. Stuff. I'm sorry. Very sad. I'm sorry. Some things that there's some parts of my geekdoms that are, that are lacking. There are definitely some parts where I have blind spots, and Mork and Mindy is one of those blind spots for me. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing else though exciting for you that just kind of flies off the pages before we get into it. Do this you know, week? I I actually do have something, and it does harken to Doctor Who because last night when we were watching Doctor Who, Bradley Walsh was in Doctor Who. And funnily enough, oh, Mr. Walsh. Mr. Bradley Walsh sat not so far away from us when we listened to this. Oh, this is too much of an intro. Just an show. Living okay, right. so I am super excited because we're going to see Eugenius this weekend. Yes, he did sit next to us in Eugenius. Again! Okay. <laughs> if, if you don't know, it's not really that well-known of a show, but it's produced by Warwick it Davis. It should be more well-known. Uh, Warwick Davis of Wicket's uh, fandom. And Willow. Willow. Doctor. And uh, no, not Doctor Who. Yes, he has been in Doctor Who. Um, he was in... Um, Harry Wars. Potter, he was in Star Wars, he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, he was the leprechaun in the leprechaun movies. So Warwick Davis has been around. Yeah, and he was even on the set of Indiana Jones. Yep. And he's producing this. It, it's just a fun comic booky, nerdy, geeky type uh, musical-y play thing, uh, but it's a lot of fun, and we're going to go on Saturday for a nice date night out, which <sighs> should be should be a lot of fun. So excited. They is actually finishing on the 23rd of October. They were supposed to have another run at the Ambassador Theatre through till January, but unfortunately, they had a massive investor, investor pull, out. pull out, and so their run finishes in October, so we're kind of doing this last minute, but it is amazing, and if you get chance, if you even see like tickets going for Eugenius and you like anything to do with the 80s or being a nerd or being a geek or anything else you absolutely have to see this show it is so good I mean we keep going back because we love it so 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 much and plus we get a night away from the kids that is nice. We love our kids. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I really like seeing this show. So and I would sushi. literally, if I could, mm. I'd drag half like this, 
my friends along to see it as well. But I, I wish I had money to actually buy them tickets and make them come with us. But I don't have that kind of money. So unfortunately, I can't. But it's so good. <laughs> so good. Well, what have you seen in the world of TV in this last week that, that you like? Oh, um, so apart from Doctor Who, which yep. I really liked, um, a few things that have kind of popped up. Um, Orange Meets... Uh, Orange meets the new black. Orange is the new black is running its final series. Season seven is going to be its last one. No, it's not being canceled. That's it. It's being canceled. So it's finishing the season and it's done. They're ending it, which means you're being canceled. But they've not been kept. They would like Netflix would pay for more seasons, but they've decided that this is where they want to end it because they're canceling it. Oh, for goodness sakes. Well, I actually have a list of Mr. shows that are being. Pedantic. I have a list of shows that are being cancelled. So um, it is next year's in 2019 will be the last series, and whether you loved this series or you hated it, I understand it is pretty brutal of a series for you know for the most part. Um, but it was Netflix's first try at doing their own thing, and it has actually been critically acclaimed it's very wildly popular wasn't house of cards netflix's first no thing? this was are you sure house of cards wasn't i am before? absolutely sure i fact checked it this was their first series that was both critically acclaimed and reviewed acclaimed everything won awards everything Okay. Don't go and check it now. I've even read three different news articles that said the exact same thing. Okay, but I, I really thought House of oh, Cards was sakes. Netflix's first very Everybody first wants to forget show. House of Cards because of Mr. Kevin Spacey. So leave it. Okay. I can leave it. Let me, let me, let me touch on that. There is a list out there right now. And there's actually a lot of shows getting axed, but I pulled off some of the, the, the main name ones that are being canceled after either this year or after their, their run that just happened. Along with Orange is the New Black at seven seasons, Iron Fist got axed after two. So one of the Defender shows has already been chopped. Mr. Robot, which actually I was reading the synopsis on that. I haven't gotten into it. It's, it sounds really interesting. Uh, it's getting uh, stopped after this fourth season. My dad watches Once Upon a Time. It made seven, though, so that's pretty good. Designated Survivor after two seasons uh one that's really i think going to affect you because you just started watching it is lucifer has been canceled after three i'm not sure where you are in the lucifer run yet but it only made three there has the third season actually happened or is it happening right now um i guess it's happening right now i've only watched half of the first season i kind of just wanted to see what that was all about Okay, I mean, from what I've seen with you watching it, it looks kind of fun. Uh, and then other, there's four other shows, The Colony, Shooter, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, and The Expanse, all made three seasons and have now been canceled. Can I just point out that Lucifer... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that? It, you, you just said it looked kind of fun. I mean, end of the day, it is basically a, um, a cop show with the devil. Yeah. So it's a bit different. Um, but the devil's actually, good, isn't it? <laughs> no, he's he's not, um, and he is at the same time. It's very interesting the way they portrayed better. him. No, he likes seeing people get punished. Oh well, punished. But he for... likes the right people to get punished. Well, the bad guys. See, so, yeah. so he's a good guy. No, <laughs> I haven't not seen a much of it other than what you've, what you've no, shown. No, the only reason I actually wanted to see Tom Ellis because um, one of my favourite shows, Miranda, which the Americans would not have seen, um, and you know what? If you watch it, you might not get it. I, I'll be honest, but it literally is one of the only shows that gives me a proper belly laugh. Um, but she, uh, Tom Ellis, was in it, and I noticed it was in the show, and I thought, you know, what? I'll just see what it's about, and. It's interesting. I can't watch loads of it at once. And I've already got to an episode where it was like, I am not watching that. I am literally not going to watch that. So I haven't gotten past that. Um, and it hasn't drawn me so much that I'm like, oh, got to keep watching this. Yeah. It's okay. He's very good in it. They're, I mean, very, very good in well, it. Well, he does seem but, charming, which I, I guess the devil yeah, would, right? Yeah, I mean, he's okay. very good in it, but... <laughs> It's not something that I've like, oh, I've got to keep watching that because it's so amazing. Because okay. I I wasn't that like, ooh, yay. Okay. 
Now, one in the TV news that has got me uh, really excited is, you know, Mr. Sir Patrick Stewart, who is the best Starfleet captain. We know he's returning for his own series. Now, originally, we talked about how he's only going to be on CBS All Access, but also worldwide, it will be on Netflix. So it is still an untitled show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same in the States, apparently, since we're not there. I didn't realize this is how they do it, where Star Trek Discovery is only on CBS All Access, um, and then the rest of the world gets it on Netflix. So it's the same distribution model with this one. Okay. Um, we're going to pick up Picard about 20 years after Next Generation. Uh, and uh, here's what actually the uh, one of the executives said. We, we want every show to feel unique so that you're not just signing up for one experience uh, as Discovery. It's not going to have the same values. It's not going to have the same feels. Uh, a crossover has already been ruled out. Um, and apparently then uh, Marina Sirtis, who played Deanna Troy in The Next Generation, said the rest of the cast has not been asked to be a part of the new series. So this will just be a, uh, a Jean-Luc Picard type thing with a different look, a different feel than discovery, but, but it's already been signed up for more than one season. So some people were thinking it was going to be, Hey, here, here's Patrick Stewart for a season and then he's gone for other people to come in. But no, it's going to be actually an ongoing saga with him involved. And it, it's, it's, it, he's the best captain ever. I mean, he is the captain that captured everybody. I liked Janeway. Janeway was great. Don't get me wrong. Janeway was great. I mean, but there's been other good captains, but Patrick Stewart, Jean-Luc Picard. I'm sorry, Shat. You don't hold a candle to Patrick Stewart in this one. Mm. So, so that, that's got me kind of excited. Something else though, it's TV news, but it's Netflix TV news. And did you see that Netflix picked up Chronicles of Narnia? No. So Netflix owns the rights now to all seven books. It's the first time ever that any one entity has owned the rights to all seven. Now, this is interesting because in 2017 and 18, uh, there was rumors out there that stuff was being filmed for the silver chair, that that was possibly being, uh, actually a director came out and said, we're going to start filming in 2017 Mm -hmm. for possibly a 2019 release. I, 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 I couldn't find out if that has actually still happened or taken place. But now that Netflix has this, uh, we're not sure if they're doing TV shows, if they're doing the movies, uh, apparently it might lean towards telling some of the in-between stories. And if you did you, you could even do a TV series around, say, The Silver Chair, something like that, and really do a saga as opposed to just a movie. Uh, but, but I'm really kind of worried about this because this is now Netflix. Netflix that takes things and makes them more gratuitous than they need to be, more sexualized than they need to be, more R-rated at times than they need to be. So, so when they take a property like this, will they strip all of the Christianity out of it? Will they strip everything out and make this like a dark, seedy version of, of, of Narnia, which I don't know. I'm yeah, a little, especially I'm a little is what nervous. they've just done with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And that, that looks, I mean, that, that's one where I watched Ooh. the trailer. Holy cow. Yeah, that, that looks dark and demonic and pentagrams and calling on demons. And it looks creepy. Yeah. If, if you haven't seen the trailer for the new, uh, the Eerie Adventure, is that what it's called? The Eerie Adventures no. or the, the something, what is it called? Anyway. Yeah, it, it, it looks dark. It looks very dark. It looks very, um, that one. But yeah, but then back to Narnia, I, I'm, I'm scared for this one. I really am. I, I, I want it to do well because I love, I love the stories within the Chronicles of Narnia. But with Netflix having the reins, it makes me really worried. It could be great, and they could take this and just murder it. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you know what? But the, I mean, the BBC, and I know you don't like them, but wow, 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 whatever you, I don't care. But the... The BBC versions back in the day, I just remember on a Sunday evening being so excited to watch those. And it was done in a series, like The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. There was an entire, I mean, we own them anyway, but they were, you know, little kind of like chunks of the story all the way through. And it was brilliant. And I mean, it was just so cool as a kid to watch these things. And they did um, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, The Silver Chair, the I heard they only did the Caspian. first four, right? So yeah, and Prince the Caspian Voyage of the, the Dawn. Tra- yeah. Okay, um, so so people were saying they might focus on the last three books, potentially the ones that have never been told. Um, I don't know how you can do the last book without bringing Christianity into it. Yeah, you, you still can. I mean, it's the last battle. You, you can just just make an epic out of something like that and leave it out. It, well, what it's about possible. the donkey? 
again, you can change a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot you could change with it. Uh, I don't think people would be too happy if they changed it because they are beloved books at the end of the day. Yeah. But the reason why I didn't like the BBC versions when I was a kid is because I had these images in my head of, of what I thought the world looked like in Narnia. And I knew stuff at the time could not, could not bring that to life. And I didn't want to put something else in there to replace this amazing vision of Narnia. But when the new movies came out in, in, you know, in the two thousands, then I went and I watched it because they, they could finally fully realize what I saw in my head for, for what Narnia was, the creatures of Narnia, the, the, uh, everything that was there, even though it was a little watered down because I think it was, was it PG because they didn't show any blood in the battle scenes mm-hmm. and everything was really light. So it, it, they could have a PG 13 version, I think would have been nice of that. Uh, however, it, it still met my expectations for the world. And I think Netflix, when they start pouring, you know, 5 million an episode or 30, 40 million into a movie, they, they, they could really, again, realize what I've seen and hopefully they can do it well. I'm just, I'm just worried about what could be taken away or added to those stories. Mm. Um, but that's kind of what I have for, for TV news. Yeah, I don't think I haven't got any more TV news. I think that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Do you have anything on movies that you want to jump on? Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, Number one, the teaser trailer for the live action Aladdin dropped. Yes. What did you think? (sighs) I'm sorry, I'm fed up with them regurgitating every single one of their movies. Now, we didn't actually see Will Smith. No. There's Will the Smith's genie. in it? He's the genie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's even more dumb. Oh, come on. He can do a good job as the genie. Mm. Now, I, know, I know how you feel. I know we talked about this last week, how with, with just what Hollywood is doing by taking old stories and just, just rebooting them and redoing them and just making them live action like Beauty and the Beast and Jungle Book. It, do, do you know if they're going to actually follow the... I, I guess they are because you still have Aladdin going in the cave, finding the genie. You, you see that whole thing. The voice of the cave was pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't you know. You see I, the parrot, so I'm guessing Iago. they're doing it exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah. I mean, there is a whole new generation of, of people that might not have seen the cartoon. I mean, that was, was that what, early 90s? 92, maybe? 93? Yeah, probably around somewhere. And so you've got, I mean, all the, all the millennials, they, they probably wouldn't have seen it unless their parents had them watch it growing up. So you, you have a whole generation of people that have not seen it. It has been 30 years now, about 25 years since that was released. Um, yes, it is regurgitating something, but it'll be interesting to see how they do like Iago, how they do up who are they just going to use like in uh, night at the museum, how they just had the little monkey that just runs around. Is that going to be like a poo? Is it a poo or a boo? A poo. A boo. A boo with a B. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long, see, it's been a long time. I, I might enjoy a new one. Um, but yeah, that, that was dropped recently. Did you see the mortal engines trailer? Mm-hmm. Now, I, w- I wasn't super excited about the first trailer, but the second trailer looks amazing. It's Peter Jackson. What do you expect? Oh, I know. It, I, it, I really didn't want to see it before. And with this, this new trailer drop, uh, seeing the cities rolling in action. If you don't know much about the story, it's, it's this dystopian future where uh, instead of cities staying Let's in place. It. The story wasn't great. It really wasn't. The re- only reason I went through it was because I started. I wanted to get to the end, uh, but it, it was okay. Uh this, but some parts of the story were cool. It could have been made really neat. And so the movie, I think, is taking the best parts of the story. You have these people in the civilization that have now realized the only way to survive as cities is to become mobile. So they've built, like London is now a traveling city on this massive treads and legs that runs around gobbling up smaller cities for resources. And uh, and that's kind of this future is, is cities trying to survive and you know, I'm hoping it's going to be one of those ones like, and I'm sorry, I know a lot of people are fans of Neil Gaiman, but let's face it, Stardust was an awful book. It was a terrible book. But a great movie. But it was an amazing movie. So if it's something like that, you're right. Because the, the book, it was passable. I, 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 no, I kept, it was terrible. Well, I kept going. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I have a bad memory. I, re- I remember thinking when I got to the end that I just kept going just to finish it. But uh, it'd, it'd be fun. To, it, again, seeing this trailer, though. If you haven't seen the trailer for Mortal Engines, uh, there's even a She-Ra trailer. Have you seen that one from the New York Comic Con? No. They released a new She-Ra trailer, Harley Quinn. There was a couple other comics. There's a new Dragon Ball movie. They dropped that one too. Um, so so you, you need to look at the full list of trailers that have dropped from New York yeah. City. Uh, I'll, I'll have a list to a page that has all of them listed so you can see everything. But check out that Mortal Engines trailer uh, as far as movies go. That is really cool. Um, Something I'm excited about, though, which is not particularly nerdy in a way, but it is at the same time. Um, 
Tom Hooper, who did Les Mis. Tom Hooper? Hooper. 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 Okay. Um, he I just want to say that Hooper. was the director just a fun name to say. Go ahead. <laughs> of um, The Miserables, which was terribly miserable and awful. And I'm not a big fan of it. Sorry. Didn't like that at all. He's actually now doing Cats, which I loved watching Cats as a kid. My mum actually bought me a VHS copy of like the dream um, grouping of the production. Would it and include Ed Helms when he dressed up as one of the cats no. in the office? Oh, he looked at me. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> anyway. You love The Office. Really? Don't yes, I do, okay. do love The Office. But Tom Hooper is doing an adaptation Hooper. of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats. Okay. <laughs> the fun thing is, though... Idris Elba has just signed on to play McCavity. Well, what is, I've never seen Cats. I don't know the premise. I mean, is it like Alley Cats? Are they just running around? What's going on with that? No, they're all, each cat is a, it has um, three names. It has the name that we give it. So like Cade is our cat, but then he has a cat name and a secret name. Is it what the cats call them? Like they have their. Yes. It's as if we got taken by aliens, abducted, and they gave me the name of Goopa, but I'm still known as Sean. Well, one of them's called like Bomberina. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, Skimble Shanks. Is it like the secret life of pets? Is oh, that what cats is? Whatever. Anyway. No, I'm trying to figure, I mean, is that so, really what it's like? How but each cat has a different, like, th- like a different kind of thing. Like, McCavity is a really terrible cat. He steals milk and he um, he's the scourge of all these sort of things. But then there's Skimble Shanks, who's the railway cat. And he kind of like makes sure that everybody's on the right place and does everything else. And But there's this, every year there's this one meeting of all the cats where one cat gets... Um, who's worthy basically gets to go to cat heaven. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah. He, he, they get to go to the heavy side layer, which is basically okay. heaven for cats. And um, there's all the, the these whole, different What is it called? The, the heavy side layer. The heavy side layer, like, like a layer, like an evil layer. I have no clue. Okay. Go they ahead. sing it. I don't know if it's a layer as in <laughs> a layer or as in a layer. Well, it layer. would make sense for cats to have an evil layer well, because, anyway. I mean, that, that's where all cats would so go. go the cats all have, cats like, their evil. own, like, evil. thing. There's Mr. Um, so there's McCavity, who's a bad cat, and okay. then there's Skimble Shanks, and there's loads more. Anyway. But what's the point of it so, all? But every year the cats all meet together and decide which cat is worthy to go to the heavy side layer. And it turns out to be So they're this gonna one kill cat. the cat? Like every no. year they're gonna sacrifice a cat. No. Okay. It's like a privilege. To to get killed and go to heaven. I'm not saying it's oh my goodness. I'm trying to You're understand. You're making this terrible. <laughs> no, because you haven't seen it, so you haven't got a clue. Okay. You like m- the miserables. <laughs> I don't. So anyway, it's this really cool story. There's loads of fun songs in it, and there's a cat that's magic at the end called Mr. Mistopheles, and it's brilliant. Anyway, so Idris Elba is actually getting to play McCavity, which is brilliant because that's amazing. Um, because McCavity's the bad guy. Okay. And, of course, Idris Elba <laughs> can play bad, he can play good, he can play anything he wants. Um, but also, they've got Ian McKellen, Ian McKellen, McKellen. Jennifer Hudson, and Taylor Swift all joining them. Now, so so they're not actually playing as cats then? Yes, they are cats. So is this animated? No. So Ian McKellen will, will be walking around as a cat? Yes. As a stand-up on two legs cat? Yes. Okay. And I'm still confused. So so when you say they're chosen to go to this heaven, is it like in Joe versus the volcano where they're chosen no. to be the sacrifice in the volcano and they just kill them and they so they go to heaven? Or I mean, and they, they appease the God? People who are listening. I don't get it. <laughs> I am just, I'm so disappointed with my husband right now. Okay. Well, you say that they choose someone to go to heaven. Like that to no, me makes it. To the heavy side layer. It's like a new life for cats. Well, exactly. Cat heaven. So we're not g- saying it's cat heaven. It's called the heavy side layer. They never quite explain it. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a good thing. They all want to go. If I ran a cult and killed people too, I wouldn't explain it to them either. This <laughs> is so I'm sorry. I've never you're right, I've never seen it. I don't mean to make you frustrated. I my, my brain is just not wrapping around how this happens. I'm like, okay, they're choosing someone that's worthy and then they go to heaven, but how do they get there? Okay. Um it, it, the fact that they have that kind of cast, though, does make me at least interested in seeing it, even though, again, I'm not sure exactly what's going on in, in the Cats production. It, it, it's, I, I don't get it yet, but it's because I've never seen it, and so I apologize. 
just giving up now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to understand this, but, but it's not making sense to me. If you guys, if you out there have seen cats, you, you can help me out. Help me understand. Uh, this is actually a good little segue. You, you can uh, message us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, at the geek UG. If you want to get through to us again, that's at the geek UG. Fill me, help me out. I want to understand cats because as I'm of right make now, you watch it now, as of right now, I do not. And, and I'm sorry. I'm going to make you watch it. You still have to watch The Flash. You bought the shirt and you said that you would wear it only if you watch The Flash uh, because you'd never seen it before and you were knocking it. So if you watch The Flash first, then I will watch Cats with you. No. You promise to watch Flash. You won't watch my shark movies. I've watched Sharknado with you. We had your birthday one year and watched Sharknado. No, we watched Sharknado 2. You haven't seen Sharknado. You haven't seen Sharknado 3. You haven't seen Sharknado 4. You definitely (laughs) haven't watched Sharknado 5 or 6. There's a 6. How many (laughs) Sharknado? I was going to go to the Meg with you. I was going to go to the Meg with you. But you went with a friend. And you won't watch Jaws with me either. I've seen Jaws with sort of you while it's on. I've never sat down and actually intentionally watched it. We'll watch these. What's some point. wrong with you? They're just sharks. I mean, I've watched Sharknados because they're kind of campy and funny. Uh, I have seen Jaws bits of those. Jaws is an amazing movie. It's scary. Maybe it's not want to go in the swimming scary. pool. I lived near a swimming pool growing oh my up. Gosh, the shark was going to jump out and get me when I was Jaws little. Jaws <laughs> is not scary. It's so not scary. I know. Oh, it's not I even know. real. It doesn't even look like a proper shark. Hey, and I, you can't not like a movie that's got Roy Schneider in it because Roy Schneider is class. I took you past Bruce on our honeymoon. Yes. And he ate you. So we saw Bruce, Jaws live but, and in person. We saw Jaws. Jaws, Bruce, was, was okay with me because I respect the Bruce. You don't respect the Bruce because you don't watch the Bruce. So you can't then say... Oh, yeah, Bruce is great. Da, 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 da. No. Yeah, but I took you to see him, though. So you've seen Bruce live and in person. And that makes up for me missing the movies of, of Bruce no. in it. Yes, it does. No. <laughs> oh, boy. This and when be... the Meg comes out next week, you're going to watch it. I, I, I said I was going again, to watch it with and you. And again. Okay, not again and, and again. again and again. I'll watch it with you. And again. And again. No. <laughs> yes. I will force you to watch the Geek UG. Tell me what's so amazing about cats at the Geek UG. (laughs) We are digressing. Do you have anything else for today? Yes. Okay. Go on your other stuff for today beyond cats. And uh, I think I've got my TV. I've got my movie news out. Oh, one more thing though. Uh, I'll I'll jump to video game news when you're done with with, with this. So go ahead. Loki's not dead. Is that it? I would share the actual reasons <laughs> why, but you're being mean. Not being mean. I just don't understand. Okay, go ahead. Share, share with us why Loki's not dead. So there was a fan theory. Fan theory. Calling attention to yes. the fact that Loki tries to stab Thanos. And if anybody goes on about the fact I'm spoiling this, do you know what? No, you've had your chance. We stood away and let you not see it. And I know, fair enough. So, Loki tries to stab Thanos with his left hand, not his right. Does that mean he's a projection? Uh Aha. He might be using a projection of himself to distract. Though somebody went along to the Ace Comic Con in Chicago last weekend and asked him why. Whereupon Mr. Hiddleston looked very shocked and a little worried. And then he said, your guess is as good as mine. And would not say anymore. (laughs) But then, look, Tom Hiddleston is about to reprise the the role of Loki in a spin-off MCU TV show. Now, because they're tying up all the strings, very unlikely this is going to be a show that's set in the past. It's probably going to be set in the future. So therefore, Loki is not dead. So if Loki isn't dead, who else is not dead? Okay, to be fair, though, are any, anybody that dies in a comic, are they actually really ever dead? How many times has Superman died? How Tom many times Hiddleston has as died? Loki <laughs> is not dead. Okay, I understand. But again, it's a comic book movie. 
Which makes sense, though. No, it makes sense, though. But everybody's been talking about the fact that when they watched the movie, it was only the people and possibly Gamora. Oh, that happened after. That happened after the snap who survived. So we didn't see Valkyrie die. So we assume that she's not there as well as whatever his name is, Chip. They they were, it it was hinted at by by the Russo brothers that they got away on a ship, that they were able to escape. Brilliant, wonderful, no matter what. Okay. But you watched Loki get choked out. Yeah, and that, that was Every one. other time we supposedly see Loki die, we never actually see him die. It, yeah. I thought he died on the this planet. This time, though, yeah. you see him being choked out and die. Okay. And so it was assumed that's it for Loki. And same with Hemdell. Uh, I think Hemdell's gone. Yeah. Because he, did, he doesn't have the tricks that Loki does. No. And he did ask for his the last time for the dark magic to be pouring through him to get uh, Bruce Banner away from the ship. I don't understand why he just sent the Hulk away. Why? Why wouldn't he send Thor as well? Wouldn't his Wouldn't his loyalties be to Thor? Wouldn't that have been where he, he would have wanted to, to to save? It didn't. So that I was... think he knew that th- that wasn't going to happen. You couldn't take out Thor. Yeah. He... Took out his dad. I mean, you can. Well, I guess now his dad just kind of disapparated. His dad faded. Yeah. Took out his mom. No. Yeah. No. Okay. That, that is really interesting because I'm one of those people as well that really thought Loki was dead uh, and those that died again before the snap, they might not come back and because he really didn't have anybody major other than Gamora. But again, when she was, there's the soul stone aspect of it now where we think she's trapped in the soul stone or regardless. Um, yeah, no, it's really cool though. That is really cool. I did have one other thing then. Are you done with your movie news? Yes. Okay. Uh, just, you've heard about the telltale games, how they went bankrupt, uh, end of September. They had to lay off yes. 90% of their staff. It, there was some really really not good stuff that happened with that as well. So apparently even a week before telltale games went bankrupt, they had people flying across the country out to San Francisco where they're headquartered in Marin County. And, uh, so the, these people fly out a week before they close their doors, just get there, probably just get leases on apartments and then they get axed. So they've completely just uprooted their lives, moved somewhere and now get fired. Now there are other video game companies in the area that are hiring, trying to hire a lot of the telltale staff. They got laid off. I think it was about 250 staff members. Um, but, but some people are, are worried though, as well about, uh, telltale games has been doing the walking dead. And this is uh, episode three of the final season that hasn't come out yet. And it wasn't finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a uh, skybound games, uh, is currently finalizing, um, an agreement with telltale games to finish the final season of the walking dead. They hope to release that episode three by the end of the year and then have episodes one and two back up for sale later this month, because apparently telltale games pulled them for sale when all this stuff was happening and they might not be able to finish it. Uh, but, uh, hopefully then for those fans of the telltale game series, they're going to have the, the last Walking Dead episode that will finish the final season that they've put out. It's kind of, uh, they, they've been following the comic line more closely than, t- than the TV show. And if you don't know a lot about Telltale Games, they put out, it's almost like a choose your own adventure video game where mm. you're not really playing a game. You're kind of, you, you'll make certain choices in places uh, and those choices then will, will dictate how this episode you're watching goes. So you can kind of choose whether you're a good guy or a bad guy. And even in the beginning, you can choose male or female as you go through the game and, and pick your character and pick your allegiances. So it's, it's really kind of a cool idea where, again, it's more like you're watching a show as opposed to playing a game. They did Minecraft for Netflix that way, where they created a whole uh, a story mode. That's the Minecraft story mode where you're kind of following a character through and trying to save the world. But uh, it, it, it was quite a shock to the video game industry as no Nobody really thought they were in this this predicament. They had uh, they had two potential investors that both pulled out last minute, and Lionsgate was then the last one that was sitting there that was thinking another investor was going to come in. No one did, so they pulled out, and that left everybody just kind of sitting there sucking on their thumb. Mm. And uh, yeah, so really kind of. Uh, hard luck on those that lost their jobs suddenly, but it's been really nice to hear that the video game industry as a community has really been trying to like reach out, connect, bring these, the, you know, these developers and designers into other companies to give them work and give them a job right away. So that's been kind of cool. cool. Even I heard about 20 or so of the, the companies got together and put like an impromptu job fair together. So they just got a little hall and just set it up and invited all of the, the developers over. And so it's kind of nice to see them taking care of their own that way. That's cool. Yeah, but can I just say also, um, with the new drop on Destiny Two, and with the um, 
what is this thing called this festival of the the lost isn't it festival of the lost yeah yeah so much fun there's so many things you can do it's like okay so with the first year of destiny that the, the, the question was what is it that brings you back there just wasn't enough that was happening there wasn't enough end game material that was there to bring you back daily and now you could go on every single day during the week and play for an hour and not finish your dailies or your weeklies which is kind of a good thing though because then you have to prioritize what you want what you don't want you'll have to wait till the next event next month to possibly then pick up where you might have missed out on something so so the and and it's good content too. It's quality content of oh, things yeah. that you want to be doing, that you want to be a part of with the, uh, the festival of the lost. There's a lot of fun. I want to run around with a rubber chicken head on. <laughs> People want the heads and you just got that cat ghost thing. Oh my that gosh. Looks... My cat ghost is amazing. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a cat ghost. I didn't know I needed this thing until I actually got it and I dropped it. And I was like, Oh, that's the coolest thing ever. I have friends that I played Destiny 1 with that really fell off with Destiny 2. Had, hadn't been playing much this last year that are now just getting back into it and really loving what they're seeing with Destiny. Has a and great feel. And it was feel. so much fun to be able to play with some of those guys because that's something that I haven't done before. And I got to do a little equal bit of a raid. You did your and first it was nightfall. so much fun. You did your very first nightfall. I did. And that was fun for you. It was. Well, was it was it was it as hard as you th- was it harder than you thought it was going to be doing a nightfall? Um the first time through, yes. I was it was not fun. Well, the fact thing. that it took about 2 hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um but like when I got the hang of it, it became quite amusing cuz there's these well, that was one of the three nights, yeah. Uh, no, it's where the servants are at the end, the, the big warden at the end. Oh, that yeah. One. It was trying to find the, the spot to kind of stay You're, you're talking about the Ascension Challenge, yeah, but, but I meant the Nightfall. Ch- <laughs> yeah, that was that was all right. It wasn't too bad. It was, it was funny because um, we were playing and then Sean's older brother was playing, Chris, and um, it got to the point where I think we were just laughing more than we were actually trying to hit anything, and it was... Chris, who's the highest power of us, was like finding hidey holes and he was staying out the way, leaving Sean, who's the weakest of us all, yeah, well, kind of taking so pot behind. shots and just dying all the time. <laughs> and then I'm just running around trying to keep out of the way and like shooting stuff whenever but we, we, I can. We were way too underpowered to be doing that. It was, it was funny. We still did it. But but, but if, 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 if you're looking for a game to get into or you were on Destiny before and you haven't for a while, it really is worth getting back into it now. But there, they've actually a done a thing now content. if you've got, if you want Destiny 2. Oh, if you want to buy it as well, you don't have to do all the steps. No, they will drop you in at level 30. Yeah, and also the, the way that uh, up until actually October 16th, so, so just a couple days ago, the way that you had to get into Destiny Forsaken, if you hadn't yet, was you had to buy Destiny 2, then you had to buy the Osiris and the Warmind expansion in order to then buy the Forsaken expansion. So there were all these weird steps, and if you had bought the you know the uh, Curse of Osiris and you wanted to get Forsaken, you couldn't just jump. You kind of had to buy all your way there, and now they've kind of fixed that, and those that had bought that before, they're kind of giving some little freebies to go, okay, you bought it all at once. Here's some freebies to make up for that mm-hmm. um, but if you're getting in now it's all bundled together it's really easy to do it was more of just trying to figure it out as complicated before and they've really streamlined that and so if you do want to get into it now it's a very streamlined process pay for one update it's done and it's quality content if, yeah. if you want to get into it i really have enjoyed doing some bits that i haven't had chance to do really in the last little while i just got my sleeper cell for the first time sleeper which simulant. was oh my sleeper simulant so sorry yes um, which was a lot of fun getting that and getting that sorted getting the quest line done. Um, and getting those quest lines kind of finished up and then trying to, you know, like you say, prioritize what I need to do. And it's been like, oh, wait a minute, I need to do this. But then there's that and I need to do that to do this. And then <laughs> it, yeah, it's, there's a lot to do now. And it's um, when I come in from work, my kids think it's hilariously funny. I sit down and I make myself a drink and spend just 30 minutes doing a couple of things on there because it's very stress relieving. It is, you know, going on and shooting some aliens (laughs) and it's good. You know, it's just a little stress relief. Then I go make dinner and everything else, but it's nice just to be able to go and say, Hey, you know, what? let's jump on and let's play a little bit together. And let's, you know, cause it's a laugh and I enjoy it. I really do. It's a game that I've really, you know, I've picked up other games. I play them now and again, um, but this is one I do now keep coming back to and I do want to keep getting 
stuff in it because it, it you know there's a brilliant community behind it and it's and we have a great clan if you want to join we us do. we're in a, a clan called noobs with attitude n-o-o-b-s noobs with attitude look us up or just shoot us a line uh and let us know you want to join and, and we'll get you linked up and then we can play and raid and and uh, we're trying to get living to our first raid but we need to get her powered up a little bit more and me as well because i'm still i'm in the 530s but i'm still underpowered for i'm in the 540s now. i know but i'm still underpowered once we get to the 40s i think we might give it a shot uh and, and see how we do. Mm. It'll be fun. But I, but guys, uh, we're, we're kind of coming up on our time now. Uh, I had a great time though. Again, there, there's uh, we'll have everything here that we've talked about. We'll have uh, links in the comment section. So if you just, just, if you're on iTunes, you can just scroll down. You'll see all the links to everything that we've talked about. Uh, it's all right there. Makes it really nice and easy. And watch so you can out, just find it really uh, quick. this weekend. You'll probably see some videos of us this weekend at Eugenius kind of like on our little nerdy, um, date night as it were but we're hoping to get um, a few little chats with some of the cast members oh, does that mean I have really to bring good. my Deadpool mask and you have to bring your trash panda head no. to, to, to this okay we're not going to sit there wearing those the no. whole time okay that's good that's good no. Um, but we'll we might do a few much. little uh, <laughs> shout outs from London. So if you're interested, check it out. It'll be on the Facebook page, which is the Geek UG. Well, what about the and, Instagram page? And the Instagram page is the Geek UG. Well, what about the Twitter? And the Twitter what page the Twitter? is the Geek UG. Yeah. And please let me know about cats, guys. Yeah. Fill me in. <laughs> you're terrible. Well, guys, uh, we, we love doing this. We, we love that you're here. We, we, we love you guys, man. We really do. Um, Hopefully, if there's anything we can do to help, you can always reach out to us. You know, we're youth workers. We're mentors. We do a lot. If you need anything, you want some prayer, guys, I, we can pray at any point for you. All right? So just let us know. Uh, we love doing that kind of stuff because everybody needs prayer. I think we all do. And a big shout out to our county's family. Yes. For We had a massive write-up. Yeah, it yeah. was fantastic. It said Christians can be nerds too. That's right. It was a big uh, magazine article written up and sent to people all over the world. Um, maybe not a large one. They probably just have, you know, maybe 10,000 people in their little mailer list. But still, hey, we're getting out to 10,000 people uh, that were running this podcast. Um, so, yeah. So, for those of you uh, that are part of that, we thank you. So, big love to our county's family. We do love you. And we thank you for your support because it's been really amazing. And it's absolutely it's so awesome. And just to all these new people that keep popping up on the Facebook page. And I'm like... It used to be like, oh, I know that person. Oh, and that's, a, you know, I know that person. And now there's people I don't know. And I'm like, that's pretty cool that there's, you know, more people that, you know, are joining us and listening and enjoying what we've got to bring. So that's awesome. Oh, and now Sean's being, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing music that shouldn't be played. Tisk tisk. <laughs> tisk, Sean. Tisk, tisk. But guys, yeah. Uh, from Dadpool, as always, don't forget to be awesome. And from the Trash Panda, be unique. Yeah, you need to listen to Eugenius. No, they don't. This on iTunes. All right, well, l- listen to Eugenius on iTunes. There you uh, go. Guys, don't forget to be awesome. Be unique. Bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.